When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Check podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. Your local sports coverage lives here. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. With Don Taylor. I've got this crooked cane, this really old crooked cane. And Rick Dollywall. We ended up going to a Best Western to watch the Lions in the 83-82. Here's Donnie and Dolly. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Don Taylor along with Rick Dollywall. Ryan Henderson is our producer. He's the man at the controls. Our director, the voice of God, is Derek Wong. This uh, is officially the most disorganized we've ever been going into a show. The camera should have been on us for the last half an hour because it has been absolute chaos. Chaos. Monday and I'm, morning. I, I'm, I'm number one on the list of people to blame. No, no, no. I'm to blame. I, I screwed up. Well, I know Listen, that, but he's, uh, I wanted to make you feel good. We should be playing the uh, the Bengals Manic Monday right now. Yeah, yeah. It is It is a Monday. Uh, before we get into uh, hockey, uh, I want to mention that uh, Czech did the broadcast of the Victoria oh, Shamrocks yeah, on WLA opener on Friday. They defeated the Salmon Bellies by a score of 14-10. Uh, you mentioned the crowd uh, there in Victoria. Nice crowd in Victoria on Friday night. Very nice crowd. So congrats to the Victoria Shamrocks. Okay. Uh, Game 7, Rangers in Carolina tonight. We'll talk about uh, all that a little bit uh, later. But Canuck News, OEL at the World Championships, won by a a Finnish team that clearly paid off the officials, uh, defeating Canada yesterday in in overtime. It's true, though. The officiating was horrible in that third period. And uh, even the the OT one on uh, Sherratt was awful. Well, I think when it comes to uh, you talk about Shabbat, Shabbat, yeah, you're hot today, there we go man. Again. There we you. go. There we go. Uh, the, the I don't know if embellishment is a that's if, what if it should have been. That's what it should have been, Donnie. In international hockey, I, sh- I should know that. But you you hook someone. It was a penalty, but uh, you hook someone and he goes forward. That doesn't make sense. That should have been, right. been two backwards. two penalties on yeah. the play. But Oliver Ekman Larson has a health issue. Yeah, he suffered a foot fracture uh, during the Worlds. Uh, he played in that final game, uh, by the way. Uh, recovery time, four to six weeks, Donnie. And uh, so you don't like to see this. This is the biggest fear for NHL teams when they go to the Worlds is their players get hurt. And uh, there is a classic example right there. Four to six weeks should be okay for uh, training camp. Yep. In August, you'll have all ready to get uh, into camp, and maybe he'll be last in the... Uh, I knew you were going to say uh, that. <laughs> And so you'll have a chance to do it for two training camps. It in a might row. affect his ripping ba- OEL. He might. It might affect his bag skate in the bag skates. And uh, in all seriousness, congratulations to Finland and a member of the Canucks on the uh, Finnish team. Yuho Lamico got a gold medal. He had two assists in the tournament. Two assists in the tournament. Um, when you bring up Yuho Lamico, I, I would think he would come under the category of maybe uh, at the top of the list. Maybe, uh, but most pleasant surprise when yeah. it comes to uh, uh, the Canucks season. 
Be- because when they the, the Canucks made that deal, everybody around here, of course, knew Noah Juleson, who ended up in Abbotsford, which is where he's from. People didn't know much about Yuho Lamico. He was a useful player. He was a good fourth-line guy. And when I look at the Canucks and, uh, you know, their bottom six next year, Lamico fits in nicely. Uh, Highmore, I fully expect both these guys to get qualified uh, by the Canucks this summer. I'd be shocked if they didn't. Highmore and uh, Lamico as well. Yeah, there, there's, uh, there's speed there. And I think at one Size. point during the season, Bruce Boudreaux says that uh, Yuho Lamico is raw, that there's yeah. there's room Potential. to grow there. Grow. Uh, Canuck draft pick, uh, you wanted to talk about Tony Utenham. Okay, so the Canucks have to sign Tony Utenham by June 1st or they're going to lose his rights. He was a fifth rounder back in 218. His agent tells me this morning that they talked to Vancouver last week. Doesn't sound like the Canucks want to sign him. He played pro in Finland. Uh, Donnie, he's known for what? He scored on Mike DiPietro right in, uh, in Vancouver at the World Juniors uh, for Finland yeah, in that's overtime. Right. That's right, Donnie. Uh, so it, it, look, as the Canucks new regime, uh, starts looking, they've had four years to look at this kid. Uh, the Europeans get, uh, four years to, to figure it out. They've had four years to look at him, and I think they're going to pass on him. So the 218 draft, Donnie, it looks like Quinn Hughes is going to be the only player, uh, from that draft out of the sixth pick. That's obviously going to, going to make it. Although Jet Wu... You know, let's not get started on Jet Wu. I know people, uh, you know, he was playing as a forward uh, down the stretch uh, mm-hmm. for Abbotsford, which is not good. He's a second-round pick in that draft. Uh, but Madden, Utenin, Manukian, and Thiessen, mm-hmm. uh, all these guys. Um, and Thiessen, they got to make a decision on Thiessen. He's a goaltender in the NCAA. Matthew. Thiessen. Matthew, yeah. they got to make a decision on him. And if they don't, dis- if they don't sign him, he goes back. He becomes a free agent. And, you know, in all fairness, Tyler Madden now with the L.A. Kings organization. That's right. And the Canucks don't have a second rounder this year because of Tyler Madden. Right. Okay. Uh, Rangers at Carolina, game seven. The, the, the Hurricanes maybe with the one of the strangest playoff runs in Pulling recent away. NHL history. 7-0 and at home. And they are at home uh, tonight. 0-6 on the road in Anti Ranta's stats at home, and as you might suspect, given those stats you just heard, his stats at home versus the road are just stark differences there. He gets pulled in game six. I don't That's think there's it. any question he's going to uh, start uh, tonight. Of course, uh, they have the goaltending issues there with uh, Anderson hurt, but I don't think there's any question he's going to start despite getting pulled. Oh, he has to start. In, in game six. Yeah. But his numbers, I think he's save percentage number one ranked on the on, at home, 19th ranked in the NHL playoffs on, on the road. He gets the start tonight, and uh, Carolina hoping that that trend continues with them winning at home. Winner gets Tampa Bay. Hurricanes are seven and zero at home in the playoffs. They're zero six on the road. Uh, As I just said, yeah, I know, but it's just it's startling. I I don't get that. What did happen to you on the weekend? Like what went on exactly? <laughs> just listen to me. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. I just can't figure out how Rod Brindamore's team looks so good at home and and on the road. They're just you know they can't get out of their own zone. They, well, matchups. They're a, and, a yeah. great cycling team. They don't cycle. Madison Square is a tough building, but come on, uh, they just can't win on the road, Dunn. Yeah, and you know we're talking about having played in Boston as well in the, in the first yeah, round. In the first round against Boston. Now there was uh, as we switch gears, get back to the Canucks here. Uh, there was a Ben Kuzma article in the province yesterday over the weekend. 
uh, focusing on what the Canucks are going to do heading into the free agency period and especially the draft. Yep. And and Ryan Johnson, in charge of Canucks player development, right. he's also the GM with the Abbotsford uh, Canucks, he came up or with some uh, quotes. He was quoted, rather, in the article. Yep. And you looked at those quotes and said, this is something we should talk about. Yeah, I did. And uh, Ryan, you going to post her up? There, there, you go. Uh, there it is right there. Ryan Johnson telling Ben Kuzma, it has to be based off work and not a guess. Uh, he's talking about the draft. Mm. You have to talk to players and coaches and teammates, and the encouragement for their scouts was to do the work and be convicted. Uh, speak up. Sitting on the fence does no good. And then the second part of it is I've seen it done very differently over my time, and it's the same with the pro groups. Basically what Ryan is saying is that he appreciates Jim Rutherford's opinions based off of hard work, honest, and willingness to stand up on their opinions. He's basically telling you, Donnie, uh, that I've seen it done differently under the previous regime and this regime. Now, if you take his comments and then you take Trent Call saying a couple of weeks ago on uh, Sportsnet 650, Gaudette should have stayed in the minors, should never have got called up, Donnie. That was another shot at the previous regime. I'm looking at it this way. I had an agent tell me that his player in Abbotsford has seen a big difference since the new regime took over. Things are being done differently. I think Call and Johnson appreciate the way they're being done now. It's a big thing for me. Okay, can we see that first uh, quote for a, a second here, if you don't mind, yeah. uh, Ryan? Slash Derek. Yeah. Um, uh, you have to talk to players and coaches and teammates, and the encouragement there for uh, scouts was to do the work and be convicted. Speak up. Sitting on a fence does no good. No good. From what you know, Rick, and your Mr. Scoop, were they being were they being allowed to speak up? Were they being well, listened to by the previous regime? That's it. And 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 you can go all the way back to Trevor Linden if you really want to and how much uh, of a voice uh, the scouts had back then. We've, we've heard all the stories. We really have. This just tells me and further, uh, it tells me that the new regime is, is doing a better job, Donnie, in listening to the scouts, getting their input and, and making them feel a part of the process. I don't think that was done under the previous regime, but there you go. We're stretching this uh, a bit. We don't know if that's exactly what Ryan Johnson means, but you combine. Well, what you could tell by the, the the quote. That's exactly what he means. No, we, we, I've seen did, it done very well, differently Rick, over time. That's well, a shot at the previous. But Ricky didn't mention Jim's Jim Benning's name, no, he so didn't. we're we're, we're oh. speculating here. But I'm going to guess he's talking about it. His time in Vancouver. He's been here four or five years, going back to Utica, Don. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't be talking about Nashville nine years ago. He'd be talking about Vancouver. Okay. Okay. But we we don't know for sure. But and and you know we're you know picking on the previous regime. There, it, it Jim Benning's gone. You know, uh, John Weisbrod is gone. Yeah. Uh, we get all that, but there just seems to be this, and well, there is the, the this uh, romance with the new group right yeah. right now. They haven't made many moves. Let, let's be honest here. Yeah. So we really don't know how they're going to do in comparison to the Jim Benning era. We don't. As, as much as you want to say it was a you know, complete failure. I never it was said dis- it. I never not used you, those but words. in the general yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. But, but we don't really, really know. There's, there, there's this period where everybody's in love with this group right now. We don't, we don't really know. There's, you know, one deal's been made. There have, hasn't been a draft pick made, so we don't really know. Yeah. And I'm Time just, in, in fairness to Jim Benning. Okay. Just, yeah, and for sure. And Jim, there's, Jim did a lot of good things when he was here and a lot of stuff that didn't work out, just like every other GM. There's no question. I'm just telling you, Ryan Johnson and Trent Call have said now in separate interviews in t- last two, three, four mm-hmm. weeks that things are different and they seem to think uh, things are better. Okay. That's all. All right. All right. 
got that off your chest. Now. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was coming up. What are you laughing at over there? Oh, no, he's just yeah. he's uh, unbelievable. Last night fighting on our uh, our uh, text. No, uh, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. You know I do what? find it funny. He was ranting and raving in the group chat last night, and then he comes on the show today and goes, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. What hey, hold on a second. You, you, you were just in the group chat last night. I, I, I don't have time for that, Ryan. I was watching basketball, all yeah, that stuff. Right. And you were sure. you're, you're ripping into him and me. And, no, and I wasn't. Yeah, no, you I, were. I, and I even said I was ripping into this quote took off over the weekend. And Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't just I, right. I, I, no, no, no. Yeah. And I just roll my eyes a little because every little thing that anyone says within the Canuck organization is taken to be this, like, huge mammoth thing. Like, everyone in this market knows the Benning era was a failure. Then Ryan Johnson makes a slight hint. That maybe he it's was a saying, hint, though. May, maybe he was saying it was a failure, and everyone goes, "Oh wow, look at right." Yeah, we all know. Like, what's new about this? Ryan, Anything? Ryan, do you think the Canucks like really? Do you think they mind this? Like, people but, are talking about them. That's right. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, they're, but they're Ryan, did they? We care. also don't know. Again, we don't know. What Ryan's talking. He played for five teams. Like he said, oh my goodness, he's been in Vancouver and Utica the last five years. Why would he talk about previous? Because uh, he's had experience nah, around the league, and he could say, "Look, in, term, in, in terms of management, though, right? Yes, yeah, in give terms me a of break, right? But he was with the Blackhawks organization in management capacity hey. as well. He didn't necessarily say, "In my time here." Trent Cole was a much more direct shot at how badly this organization. And who's who's Trent Cole's biggest supporter in this it, organization? Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, for sure. That's right. If you want to know why Trent Cole's coming back, it's I, I because just, Ryan I just Johnson. I see it being like this massive well, wave making news. Like everyone's like, "Oh my God!" He said it's a ba- it was a bad time under Benning. Usually, okay, you can, know, can, can I say know. this? It's a bad yeah. time can, under Can Jim I Benning. say this? Is there a lot of Canuck news out there right now? No. Uh, right. Well, there's a Tony Uton. Oh, there, there you hey. go. There's not a lot. And so we also what? People are looking for every little morsel yeah, right now. Yeah, that's right. And they, you know, not just us, but people on Twitter, social media, yeah. which tends to generate a lot of action these days in the uh, in the media period. Uh, the, the pe- people got a little excited about it. I, I just, I, I, I get, I get. I, I also hope though that it doesn't make Ryan Johnson think about his words going further. Yeah. Right, because what do we all hate? We all hate. Honest. We all, we always say, "Oh, guys, just give out cliches. They don't say anything." Then they say anything, and look at Canucks Twitter goes nuts because he sort of hinted at the fact that it was crap under Benning. Well, he's yeah. just being Hint. honest. Usually, you don't say it publicly, Ryan. Usually, yeah, you keep those in. And in the last four or five weeks, there's been subtle shots. It, it, things are better now, and that's all. But usually, that's you don't say it pu- usually, you don't say it publicly. But again, it's easy to say right now. It's easy to say right now. I know you think that this new regime is God's gift to hockey, Ryan. I, oh. I, I know you do, and 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 that's fine. But they haven't really done much. Yeah, but what like can they, they do? They, 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 they can't make uh, right now. Their their hands are tied uh, until I, the that's, draft. That's what I'm saying. But there's people that have anointed them. You know, the, the, the next Pat Quinn group. Like it's not. They haven't made any any real significant. Yeah, moves but yet. now according to Dollywall, that includes people within the organization. And it's Ryan okay, Johnson, but it's yeah, okay right? for Ryan to say things are better now. The, the, you know, the scouts are taking uh, their voices louder. That's what they do. They go to see these players multiple times, Ryan. Now they got to voice the scouts. That's all he's saying. The weirdest thing about the whole thing, though, is like Benning was supposed to be super scout, all this stuff, blah blah blah, and then yet it seems like he like totally went away from that here, like. In terms of like as a well, scout, no, he didn't. working with a group of people, like but no, on he player didn't. Analysis. No, no, he didn't. Because if if Jim felt he was a super scout, why would he listen to many? Uh, uh, I guess again, I'm speculating. Why would he listen to anybody else? Maybe, you know, maybe uh, there was that, and I think he had 
somebody to the right of him that had a big influence on him as well. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a whole new di <clears throat> different story. Okay. Uh, I wanted to get into Tom Glardy's going to join us next, yeah. the owner of the uh, Dallas Stars and the Kamloops Blazers. Blazers play game seven of their third round WHL playoff series uh, tomorrow against Seattle. That game is in is in Kamloops. We recorded an interview with, and it's. This may be the best interview. The performance put on by this guy to the no, left no. of me. No, it no, no. Maybe the best interview in the history no, of this program. No, just stop. I, I was caught uh, sleeping at the, you know what, anyways. No, it's it, it's all good. But uh, Tom, no, uh, uh, owner of both the Stars and the Blazers, he's going to join us. I had a whole bunch of stats here. I did too. Uh, you know, uh, I wanted to talk about Kamloops, a beautiful city. They're getting the Mem Cup. I'm happy for him. We Last since about 1995. It. You know, I was there in 95 at that Mem Cup. But anyways, good on Kamloops for getting <laughs> it. And they're going to put on a, a really good show next year. On top of everything else, they get the 2023 uh, Memorial yeah. Cup. And Tom's uh, going to talk about that. But I had all these stats about, because remember, Tom Gillardi wanted oh. to own the Vancouver That's Canucks. That's right, Donnie. There was the lawsuit, uh, all of that. Ends up taking over the uh, Dallas Stars. Maybe I'll get these stats out uh, later on about how the Stars have done since 2011. November 2011, uh, not the spring of 2011 when the Canucks went to the Stanley Cup. Right. No November 2011. Uh, till now, how they've done versus the uh, Canucks. We'll get to that uh, later. Right. Coming up later on the show, Is It Just Me? DTMZ. Ray Ferraro is going to join us for the first time in a long time, uh, just after 11 o'clock today in our second uh, hour. Um, of course, Ray is working Game 7. 7. On ESPN, uh, Rangers versus Hurricanes. Uh, tonight, always doing a fine job doing color analysis between the benches. Uh, big ride the Twitter guy uh, later on and up next, as mentioned, our interview with Tom Gillardi, Dallas Stars, Kamloops Blazers. That's next. Thanks for joining us, folks. Happy Monday. Donnie and Dolly, the team. On check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. Monday and all of our guests today, including Tom Gillardi, standing by, sponsored by Passant Motors. May Day, it's May Days at Passant Motors. Purchase a vehicle in the month of May and choose one of three great promotional options. May Days only at Passant Motors. Learn more at B-A-S-A-N-T-Motors.com. Uh, We're going to be joined by Tom Gillardi, owner of the uh, Dallas Stars and the Kamloops Blazers. We found out over the weekend, I think it was Friday, that Kamloops is going to host the 2023 Memorial uh, Cup and of course the Dallas Stars knocked out in the first round of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs in seven games by the Calgary Flames. Yep. Tom Gillardi uh, joins us now. How are you, Tom? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Uh, first of all, let's start here. I know there's a big Game Seven coming up. We'll talk about that in a second. But we find out about the 2023 Memorial Cup in Kamloops, the city of uh, tournaments. I'm not sure exactly the uh, the handle they use, but it seems appropriate. Tom, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to Kamloops? The Memorial Cup is coming there. Well, I think they call it the Tournament Capital. Of Canada. There you go. Okay. Tournament okay. Capital. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and um, you know, it's 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 pretty interesting because the the city has a, a an infrastructure that's that's sitting there ready to use for all of these events, and so you know, a, a city of ninety thousand people are just 
they just have, you know, uh, you know, great muscle development in terms of executing these types of events. And so we've got that standing behind the organization. And so, you know, there's a reason why, you know, the Briar, the, the World Championships, all of these uh, events come to Kamloops. And uh, so it means a ton. It's super important to the city. It's a huge uh, influx of, uh, of, of economic benefit. It's a source of pride, and, and as I said, it, it's a city that's built for these types of things, and, and they really relish the opportunity to, uh, to host big events. Tournament capital is good, but uh, you know the people in Kamloops uh, fairly well. Uh, throw that city of tournaments uh, by them, and they'll, they'll go for it for <laughs> sure. Hey, Tom, uh, Game 7, big game on, on Tuesday. Blazers and Thunderbirds, they've alternated wins in this series. What has stood out for you so far? Well, they're two even teams. Um, I mean, they. Uh, it, it, it. I knew it would be a tough series. Um, they weren't healthy for a lot of the years, so I'm not sure we really saw their, their real team. But you know, they're really good. They're. They're. They seem to be a little bigger than we are, and and uh, and uh, it's that's posing some problems. Uh, you know, we might be a little quicker, and uh, but their skill is is deep as is ours, and so, um, you know, we're in tough. The, the nucleus of our team is is a little young. And so this is a, this is going to be a, a tough game for us, but uh, you know we're home, and and uh, I think we have to be the favorite, and uh, you know we expect to expect a good result. Let's hope, but uh, they're a heck of a team, so it, it could go either way. Logan Stan Coleman is on fire for your Campbell's Blazers, and not only does he play for the Blazers, but he's also a draft pick of your Dallas Stars. What's in his hockey future, Tom? Well, I think when, when you're 18 years old and, and you effectively win the scoring race in the Western Hockey League, and the only reason that Logan didn't win it was World Juniors and, and he was injured for two weeks. Uh, the two guys that were, uh, were ahead of him and were barely ahead of him that played all the games and uh, played the same line and they're older guys. So when a, when a guy can do that at 18, it, it, you know, there's a pretty good chance that you're going you're gonna to be a top six player in the National League. So... Um, you know, I know that the, the Stars organization is very excited about about the pick and feel really fortunate where, where we'll be able to find him in the draft. So um, we're, we're super excited. Tom, uh, games one and two against Seattle and Kamloops, uh, the crowd wasn't uh, great. I, I, I read some reports out of Kamloops. Is that just coming out of the economy still, or what, what did you think of that and uh, those first two crowds against Seattle? Well, we had our largest crowd in quite a while on Game Five, so yeah, yeah. I think that's old. That's a little old news, but in, you know, uh, in, in the bottom line is that attendance is off uh, pre- since pre-COVID, pretty much around the league. Right, and and so you know we're all searching for answers why, but I, I think uh, you know from what I know of our market, uh, our older fans haven't returned, and that's really what's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, it's really, you know, the COVID pandemic. I think, I think two years of, of virus, uh, our older fans got out of the habit of going. I think there's, there, there may still be some fear of the virus for attending, but I'm not sure about that. But we need to do some research to find out exactly why that is. But the good news is that, you know, we, we had a, we had a really great year attendance-wise. And what's, what's, what's exciting is, you know, we're getting younger fans. The, the Western Hockey League demographic is aging. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're fans from a previous era where you didn't have streaming, you didn't have Netflix, you didn't have any, yeah. every NHL game you want on TV. So going to a game was, was really your best chance of great hockey entertainment. And so there's just so many more options today. That, and so as a consequence, the, you know, the fan demographic is aging. And so 
you know, we've got to work hard to get younger people in. And the, and the good news in Calance, we're seeing lots of families, lots of kids. And so, you know, we're turning that over. And, uh, uh, but, uh, but, but, you know, not to, uh, yeah, it, it, but we, we are off, and that's generally the case around the league. But I, I think as we, we put some distance between us and COVID, uh, I, I think we'll, we'll start to come back and expect a big gate tomorrow. And I'd say Friday was the biggest gate of the season. So, yeah. That's good. Uh, I want to talk about your Dallas Stars. How proud are you? Uh, how proud were you of them going to seven against Calgary, uh, Tom? Well, we didn't have our best stuff. We were we were pretty banged up, and, yeah. and Calgary's a, a heck of a team. Uh, they really are. We, we we thought they were the best team in the NHL, and from from all the analytics that we look at, they really were the most complete team in the league, uh, notwithstanding you know the Floridas and the. Colorado so it was a tough tough out and uh um you know they uh you know we we almost we almost got it done in game seven when we were we were out possessed with the pocket and uh and outplayed but you know we came really close so uh it's we're, we're sort of in the middle of it right now we've got we've got some young guys who are getting better and so I wouldn't say this is our window um we're sort of stuck a little bit in the middle so but you know, we we took some big steps. I mean, knowing now that we've got that goal, that goaltender is capable of doing that, you know, he took a huge step, and and so that's the under, you know, that's really the, the foundation. We've got some we've got some really key foundational players, you know, so Hints, uh, Robertson, Haskinen, uh, Ottinger. So we're pretty excited about the future, and then we've got the leading scorer in the OHL coming, and Wyatt Johnson, and of course uh, the aforementioned uh, Stankoven, and uh, some other players are really excited about. So. We expect to uh, get a little younger here the next year or two, and and and, and be a more competitive team. But uh, you know, the the, the the group of the stars. I mean, they're the veteran group. They know how to battle, and I I knew that they would they would uh, play the way they did, and and uh, you know, stingy defensively. And we just needed to score a few more goals, and we couldn't quite do it. And, and as a consequence, uh, uh, Calgary moved on. And uh, I would have I would have bet the house they would have beaten the Oilers, but uh, that was quite a shock. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned your young goaltender, uh, Tom. I think Jake Ottinger is still a Conn Smythe Trophy uh, candidate after just one round. He was just so special. What do you think you have in him? Well, he's it's not a fluke. I mean, he's a six foot five accomplished goalie who who you know you know drafted in the first round. He was the top goalie drafted uh, in that year. So you know, I, it's not a fluke. I would say. He was number four in the depth chart this year. So, you know, welcome to the world of NHL goaltending where we had three guys injured ahead of him. So he ends up having to play a lot more than, uh, than was the plan. So, you know, the, the average goaltender starting in NHL is typically around 25 years old. So it's a, it's a position that takes a while to develop into being a starter. And, you know, at 23, he's, he's grabbed it now and obviously will be, uh, will be the starting uh, goaltender from here on out. So he's there a little ahead of plan and, Part, you know, he, he deserves a lot of credit for that, and also the circumstance uh, pushed him to it, and we're glad that he's, uh, he's grabbed the reins. Uh, Rick Bonus not returning as Stars head coach. Uh, Rick, uh, to the next me, uh, says that uh, you've ha- hired Travis Green. <laughs> Would you like to make that announcement on the show right now? And what are you looking for in a head coach? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, it, 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 I think uh, some different ideas. I mean, I, I, as an organization, I think we – we wanted we want to you know tinker with a little bit of how we play um and uh you know i think rick had three years as head and then uh two couple years before that as an associate 
And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just time, you know, in this, in this business that different voices are needed. And so I think that the, the conversation between Rick and, and, and Jim Nill was, you know, maybe it's time. And, and so that's what, uh, you know, two gentlemen decided to do. Uh, I think we want to, we, we want to look for somebody that's really committed to, uh, to a bit more playing a bit, playing skill, uh, playing a little faster. And, uh, we need to score a little bit more and, and not lose our, our d- defensive identity. So I would say that. And there's a, you know, there's a long list of coaches that we'll be talking to. Would Travis Green be a candidate, Tom? Uh, yeah, I think he would. Yeah. I think Travis is, uh, has, has proven that he deserves to be, uh, to be, uh, uh, considered and uh, I expect we'll be talking to him. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have another question? Oh, I didn't have another question. No, no. Yeah. No, Tom. All's good, Tom. Okay. Um, <laughs> one, one more from me, uh, Tom. Uh, Joe Pavelski ends up leading Dallas with uh, 81 points at age 37. Uh, what allows him to do that? And one of the reasons I'm, I'm asking you that is because Joe Pavelski's name often comes up in comparison uh, with J.T. Miller and the uh, possibility of J.T. signing a long-term contract and maybe being in Vancouver until he's he's that age. And your question is? What allows Joe to do that at that age, to be so productive at that age? Oh, he he... He is, um, you know, speed's never really been part of his game, and so he, he's just—he's just a his, his hockey IQ is off the charts. Um, you know, hand-eye coordination. I mean, most of his goals are, are coming from right around the house there, and their tips, their rebounds, and so he's just a—he's just so smart at getting himself in the right in the right positions, and his stick is 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 so good. So he's a guy that's getting it done, and and it, and speed doesn't uh, his lack of speed now at his age. Hmm. Um, uh, hasn't uh, hasn't uh, held him back. He, you know, he's also the beneficiary of playing with two pretty talented young players as well. So, um, but having said that, he he's delivered and and he especially especially uh, gets it done in, in in tough in tough and important games. So, he's one of the one of the key leaders to the team, and uh, that's why we're bringing him back for another season. Best of luck uh, in Game Seven, uh, Tom. I mentioned the two teams alternating wins. It's 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 your turn uh, t- uh, tomorrow night if you believe in that sort of thing. But best of luck and thanks for joining us, Tom. Well, well, now we do believe in that. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It's done. <laughs> thanks, Tom. Thanks, guys. You bet. Uh, Tom Glardy, owner of the Dallas Stars and Kamloops Blazers. I think you could have on a lot of owners, and they wouldn't know as much about their teams and about the entire National Hockey League as as Tom Glardy uh, does, and you could throw the Western Hockey League in there as well. Uh, The way he broke down the Seattle Kamloops, the uh, T-Birds were a little bit bigger, Donnie. Uh, We're a little bit faster. It's been a great series. You give Seattle credit. Uh, Really looking forward to Game 7, Donnie. And uh, the winner will play the Edmonton Oil Kings in the final. Yeah, and uh, a couple of things. Uh, number one, you mentioned Joe Pavelski there, and you know speed was never part of his game. No, you could say the same. J.T. Miller admitted it himself. Speed is not really part of of, of his game. So when you see what Pavelski, I'm not saying for sure this is going to happen, well, but when you have. see what Joe Pavelski ha- has done at his advanced hockey age, you yeah. think maybe that could happen with J.T. Miller. The other thing I wanted to mention that usually in broadcasting. When when your broadcast pointer, uh, partner points at you, it means you got the I next question. I thought we were at the end. I thought we were at the end. I thought I, I during the I had given you this sign, and and I think that we were at the end. I thought you were at the I end. I pointed, and I think, I, I, I thought I, you I, nodded. 
let's call it miscommunication, which is happens, happens a lot. Happens a lot on this show. <laughs> okay, we'll try to iron things out in the break. Uh, poll question next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Okay, uh, Game 7 tonight, and we thank Tom Glardy, by the way. Game yeah. 7 tonight, Hurricanes and Rangers. That leads to our poll question, Rick. All right, Ryan. It is about Game 7, uh, the Hurricanes and the Rangers. Which team will have a better chance against Tampa Bay in the Eastern Final uh, 71% say uh, Hurricanes, 486 votes, and not many think. And the Rangers uh, will give uh, the Lightning uh, a run for their money, uh, Donnie. Uh, I, I get that when you, when you look at the uh, at the numbers. Uh, but head-to-head meetings, Rangers won all three of their meetings um, With, against uh, Tampa Bay this Tampa season. Bay. Yeah, yeah, Canes won three of five. I picked the Canes wow. to win the Stanley Cup. You did. So I would, you did. I would go with the Canes with, with that uh, with that poll question. Do we want to recap our last interview with Tom Gillardi? And I feel bad for Tom. Uh, just no, there's no need to because we weren't smooth. Uh, uh, we the, we uh, were not smooth. It, it has been a rough day today. I don't know. Is it Monday or? It is. It is Monday. The fact that you don't know what day it is <laughs> is kind of a clue that maybe things aren't going all that well. But here's uh, here's Tom from the previous segment. Uh, asking, answering a question about Travis Green. Is that right, Ryan? Yeah. Okay. Rock and roll. Uh, Joe Pavelski oh, ends no, sorry, up Derek, leading Derek, Dallas. Sorry, with, sorry, uh, Derek, uh, Derek. Uh, other, other clip. The Dolly. <laughs> as, as, Look at this. <laughs> as our great Monday continues. Yeah. Dolly flustered. Play that clip. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Would Travis Green be a candidate, Tom? Uh, yeah, I, I think he would. Yeah, I think Travis is, uh, has, has proven that he deserves to be uh, to be. Uh, uh, considered, and uh, I expect we'll be talking to him. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have another question? Oh, I didn't have another question. No, no. Yeah. No, Tom. All's good, Tom. Okay. <laughs> All is good, Tom. <laughs> Two things. First of all, we were running out of time. That's one. Two... Taylor took all the good questions, the meaty, chunky uh, ones, and left me with nothing. You, you got the Memorial Cup question. You, you got the uh, Travis Green question. You left me nothing. Okay, that might be true. Thank you. Thank you. Broadcasting tip here, uh, uh, folks. Always have a backup Yes, question. I know. Always have something in the back pocket. You and like I some were doing, ammo. You were, we were doing hand signals, and I, you led me to believe it I, was over. And You led me to believe that you nodded. I told you ask about green, and I told you that, and, you, you know, anyways. And okay. then you came up with, all's good, Tom. Okay, now. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, show the one of Gillardi now. ripping him. Come on. Come on. Go ahead. Go That's ahead. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Joe Pavelski ends up leading Dallas with uh, 81 points at age 37. Uh, what allows him to do that, and one of the reasons I'm, I'm asking you that is because Joe Pavelski's name often comes up in comparison uh, with J.T. Miller and the uh, possibility of J.T. signing a long-term contract and maybe being in Vancouver until he's he's that age. Uh, and your question is? 
the worst, the worst, the worst. Gavardi clearly nodded off midway through that thing. That clip's like 45 seconds long. Okay. When the guy being interviewed says the question is not good. And I made a mistake there, and here's the mistake. Again, you young broadcasting students out there, when you're interviewing somebody, don't make a statement. Ask a question. Mm. Well, right? clearly you didn't because you said, what's the question? I, me- I, I messed up. But oh, in my defense, oh, oh. I think Tom was a little bit discombobulated because of what happened <laughs> seconds earlier no, with no. you. No, that had nothing to do with it. That is a good point, though, because you saved the day with that question. That was uh, right after Dolly Ball said, "Even if it wasn't all, a question, all is good." Tom, that yeah. was his big. Uh, Gilardi will never come on this show ever again. <laughs> and, and and you know why? Because I had that question in the back pocket. Yeah. Pavelski in the comparisons uh, to J.T. I, Miller. I was going to ask him about uh, the you know the 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 person behind Rick Bonus in the Calgary series in Dallas, but I didn't. Okay, right. Yeah, that was on my list. Uh, you should have asked that. I, I, that would have been better in than... In hindsight. In hindsight. Thanks, Tom. Goodbye. <laughs> we got some time here? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you need to... Yeah. What, what do we need you to do? You talk about Abel, but then, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, let, let's let's do that. Um, did, you had something to do as well, did you not? You wanted to mention the BC uh, Lions. Uh, BC Lions, uh, you know, didn't start out great. Uh, 41-6 uh, preseason loss in Calgary, but do keep a couple things in mind, Donnie. They dressed maybe two players who might start for them. If the ones and you know uh, starters, yep, the starters lose to Saskatchewan this week, forty-one-six. Then be concerned. Also, keep this in mind, Donnie. Calgary uh, uh, and Edmonton had nine to ten more practices than the other teams in the CFL. Mm. That that that's a big thing too, uh, because of the labor laws in Alberta. So I I don't don't read too much into their lopsided loss. They better uh, you know they're going to play more ones this week against Regina at home, and that's on Friday, at BC. Yeah, BC place. Lions' regular season opener, their home opener, is June 11th against uh, Edmonton. And we know that One Republic is going to be there gonna, performing. We yeah. also found out about another performer. Big Rye's going to talk about that in a, in a few moments. Whitecaps, by the way, beating Sporting KC 1-0 Saturday in Missouri. They host Real Salt Lake on Saturday. This coming Saturday. Yeah. Okay, we good? Yeah, we're good. Uh, Dave and Cedar. It's clear Donnie trained Drance to ask 36-minute <laughs> questions. No, no. Drance has got... You know what's no, incredible? Donnie's though? nowhere near Drance. Uh, Nick from Vic. Rick was done with the interview once he heard Green was a candidate. Oh, yeah, stop it. it stop yeah, it. That is a very good point. No, no, no. St- who, who said that? Nick from Vic. Uh, come on, Nick from Vic. It's weird, though. More people are, <laughs> more people are ripping into Taylor than they are Dolly Walls. And justifiably so. Gallardi said in the question... <laughs> <laughs> you love that. <laughs> you just love it. We were taught in journalism 101. Make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> you know what? I'm getting ripped a lot here. Uh, Chef Swagger, Chief, Hell's Kitchen. Chief, Chief. Who rambles more, Donnie with Gilardi or Drance in general? <laughs> oh, Drance is Drance is, is hearing a lot here yeah, as no well. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Nine-Minute Answers, Thomas Drance. Well, stop, because he doesn't like that. He's, he's a great no, he just, regular guest a question. He's going to call ask you. one question. I don't mind taking some. I'm just pointing uh, out that he's taking some. You ask him well. a question. We go out for breakfast, come back. He's still talking, Drance. He, he's going to call you. You no, know. I don't care. I'm not picking up his phone anymore. <laughs> people love it when we mess up. Oh. We, gotta, we have to do that more. The so Delaney's, people will love our uh, show more. Okay, entire Lang Lane box is exploding right now. Okay, um, what's coming up? Able Auctions. Able Auctions. Oh, that's right. 
Uh, Ray Ferraro is going to join us at the top of the hour, by the way. Uh, by the way, Big Rye, the Twitter guy, uh, next. But in the meantime, I will remind you that these people right here, these fine people oh, right here. The best. Donia Dolly presented by Able Auctions. Those fine people are title sponsors. This Saturday, Able Auctions will sell to the highest bidder over 20 sea containers. We've been telling you about this for a week now. We're excited oh. about it. Four New Holland utility tractors. Imagine Dolly will <laughs> driving one of those blue I ha- I have vehicles. driven tractors. In the have family. you? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Farm boy. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> well, what are you laughing you at? You deal with chickens and cows? Chickens, cows, uh, tractors, the whole nine. Goats? Sheep? Huh? Goats. Yeah, Any? goats too. <laughs> what about sheep? <laughs> Not sheep. Goats. John? Corn? I stop at uh, goats. Yeah. John Deere lawn equipment. You stop at goats. Well, not sheep, but by the goats. Yeah, goats. <laughs> Will you just move on? Portable washrooms. Yeah. Dozens of tractor attachments. Oh, look at that. Uh, <laughs> use those tractor <laughs> attachments. Oh, never mind. Uh, dump trucks. A portable warehouse. A fully automated fill and label line. A Vermeer wood chipper. A Vermeer wood chipper. If you're going to get a wood chipper... <laughs> You deal with wood. A Jayco <laughs> travel trailer with three push-outs. <laughs> Even a funeral uh, plot, at which is where our show might be headed any day now, at Forest Lawn in Burnaby and a whole lot more. For information on this auction, other auctions, or to get your assets sold at auction, go to our friends at ableauctions.ca. A-B-L-E-Auctions.ca. Right at the top of the hour, big rise next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. This part of today's podcast brought to you by Jenish House Design. Trust their team at expert designers to help make your dream home a reality. For quick and cost-effective home plans, visit Jenish.com today. Just I had a big rye of the Twitter guy, Delaney's Hokey Tyron Langley inbox from D-Train. I Stop at Goats is a great band name. Derek, we're putting it on the list. Put it on the list. I stop at goats. Okay. Uh, I agree with that statement. <laughs> you agree that, you agree that no, we did, it's a great uh, band No, name. you said sheeps. Uh, I, I never uh, I didn't up. say sheeps. <laughs> you did say sheeps. I said goats. I stop at goats. Big rye. Hey, how's that for a, a transition? How's that yeah, thank for, you uh, for that. <laughs> Heck of a... You have some Lions news. Oh, or do you want I, to start I, there? I do. I want to mention this first of all, though. Uh, the Shamrocks, you mentioned them, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the v- Victoria Shamrocks winning their season opener uh, on Friday night on Czech television with the, mm. the premier in attendance. They're 1-0. We have another contest going on with the Shamrocks. Kicked off this morning. Four-pack of tickets going out again for their home mm. op- or Not their home opener. Their second home game this Friday night against the Burnaby Lakers. Uh, so how you enter is you go to the Twitter account just like last week. You follow the Shamrocks account, the Czech Media account, our account. Retweet this tweet you're seeing on your screen right now. And you're entered in to win the four-pack of tickets to the game this Friday night. We're choosing a winner on Thursday. And then uh, next week, we're going to change it up for the way we do this contest. But second Twitter contest. Again, head to the Donnie and Dolly account and participate now. The all-green battle. The Shamrocks and the Lakers? Yes. Are the Lakers green? I, I can't answer that. You don't know that. I don't. Know, I don't know that. No, sorry. This came up. This came up yesterday in my household. Yeah. I wanted the Celtics to win uh, Game because, Seven because of that. Green and I always liked the Celtics as a kid growing up. Yeah. Norburn lacrosse. The colors green and white. Mm-hmm. I always liked the Celtics. Their colors, uh, green and white. Lakers, same thing. And we we they have some black and orange in there as well. We haven't talked about that yet today. No. Celtics moving on to the NBA Finals. 
uh, a chance to lose the championship against the Golden State Warriors, the finals beginning Thursday night. It's going to be a short series, I believe. You're uh, not alone. Yeah, it's I, – I, and that was an awful – that was an awful game seven last night. I'm sorry. Like, there was times it was close. No, but the end, at the end, the end, I thought the Celtics were going to blow it. it. Well, and then Jimmy Butler pulls up yeah, and tries to be the, hero. He got, he got ripped. And I'm sorry. That was a horrible shot that he threw up at the end there. And uh, but the Celtics but that's were the clanging is. threes at the I end know. as well, blowing their lead. It wasn't well executed. And you're right. I, I, I'm with you. I think Golden State's going to, just given the experience in the, in the NBA Finals, are going to clean up. Um, and also very quickly, before I get to the Lions news, uh, Donnie, you had a big weekend. Uh, Chris Faber sending us a photo of weekend. There it is there. On the ice, what talking to Jay. You were talking to Jay Woodcroft. Yeah. Is he a fan of the show? Does he watch the show? Well, as that? a lot of people uh, uh, have pointed out, um, anybody that I, I you know, a celebrity that I, Jay and I played lacrosse uh, well, against each other. How right? did you yeah. get access, access to the ice so quick? <laughs> I've got my ways. And yeah. you know what Woodcroft is saying to Taylor right now, and your question is, that's what he's saying to Donnie right no, now. No, he's saying moment. what's with the jeans yeah. is what yeah, he's that, saying. That might be. That might be. So thank you to Faber. He's always following Donnie in his jeans, and uh, apparently Donnie on the ice waiting for the handshake line on uh, Saturday night. Was Saturday getting night? The, yeah, yes. No, Friday night. Friday night. Okay. Friday night, yeah. I get this a lot. Like, people are ripping into me because like, do I tell too many lacrosse stories? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, when Horgan's on the show, you, yeah, of course, yeah, you go, go on, on and on. But okay. I, I don't think beyond that. Uh, okay, uh, this came out this morning just as the show began. <laughs> The BC Lions, man, you got to give them. Nobody can say anything about them not doing enough when it comes to attracting people to their games, specifically for the home opener happening on June the 11th. So we already know about uh, One Direction there getting back together and performing at the Lions game. That's One Republic, of course. I'm kidding. No, one I Re- think no, you, meant you one did. Direction. You called them One Direction. You got it wrong. No, one, Come on, one, man. You got to be better. One Republic performing at the home opener. That's going to happen for sure now. But the Lions announcing this morning, how about this, guys? The BC Lions Backyard, presented by Canadian Club, is going to include a performance by Stephen Page, formerly, of course, of the Bare Naked Ladies. From 2 to 6 p.m., they're, ta- uh, they're taking up a portion of Robson Street and having a massive block party ahead nice. of the game, including a performance by Stephen Page. Wow. There's going to be a bunch of family fun activities as well to get you pumped up, jacked up for the home opener and the Lions season as a whole, actually, to be mm. honest. Uh, so arrive early, get, get to hang out there from two to six, and then the one wow. Republic performance I think is about to go, supposed to go around six thirty, something like that. So and the game starts at seven thirty. Yeah, so yep. you still have time to get inside and get get that. But I mean, the effort is there. They, 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 honestly, like I say, they can't be doing much more before a, a down is played in the regular season to attract people to come to their games. Now, what would be really big is if there was a reunion of the Bare Naked Ladies that would be huge. with yeah. Stephen Page. That would be quite big. Yes. I know there's a lot. Of, I guess there's bad blood yeah. there. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what, what a talent this guy is. And maybe some people upset that, you know, One Republic isn't Canadian, right? Oh. So, oh, no, I'm just saying. But here you go. There's Stephen Page, who's a, who, who's a proud Canadian. Yeah. Uh, we'll, well see what happens with the Lions against uh, Edmonton. Of course, they have a game this Friday, a preseason game against Saskatchewan. But they lost their backup quarterback against Calgary. Kevin Thompson got injured late in that game. There's some bad blood with that uh, as well. He might well. be out a while, that, too. And yeah, Ke- that, that uh, Calgary uh, yeah. you know, I- injured him in a mean-nothing game, and there's some bad blood there. So uh, they, they're, they're going to start the season as of right now unless they pick up a veteran backup with two Canadians. And Donnie, One, two. 
when you get a new owner, uh, getting back to what Ryan said, when you get a new owner, he injects new thoughts, uh, new, you know, just everything new. And, you know, new money is in, and new thoughts. New ideas. New ideas. And this is, you know, he's obviously trying to build a situation where you just don't go to a Lions game. Back in the 80s, you remember the tailgate parties, the whole nine yards, it was a whole lot of fun. Trying to get that back. Well, yeah, and, and don't forget that sideline seating that's being introduced oh, at yeah. PC Place as well. Yeah. Both teams are going to be on one side of the sidelines. The other sidelines will be for fans. They can sit at that level, and I, I think they're sold out, as, as a matter I of fact. I think you're right, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, the parties, Robson between BD and Camby is where this is going down. Uh, so close and, to the stadium. And this event is 19-plus. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have Center City beer there, food, and other tailgate activities as well for fans awesome. to get going. So, I'm again, you can't fault anybody at the Lions no. for making a go with this before what happens on the field happens on the field. They're trying to get you to the event, and and then you know they hope the team and everything else takes now it from win. there. But exactly, yeah. exactly. But good on them for again, absolutely another They're, great initiative for their home opener. Yeah. And again, they have theme nights throughout the entire year. Almost every one of their home games, they got some kind of theme around theme it. Night. You can check those yeah. all out on the Lions website. So they're, they're doing a heck of a job. They really are. But the bottom line is going to be entertaining football. Oh, exactly. And, That's what I mean. Uh, they're doing win. everything to get to, to the stadium. Now it's on the team after that, right? Yeah. What You guys are just stating the obvious. No, but well, well, like, it, 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 it is though. the obvious, yeah, Don. It, it, that, that is, you're, you're right. But, I mean, also you have to make every game an event. And yes. It has to be win or lose like it is in yeah, but that's what I mean, though. Well, successful but, sports. But, but I mean, Donnie, if they if they have these yes, two bands and where they haven't done a lot of winning, I, no, I, I get they, all that. So well, like all this stuff is great. But if you go to the game and they lose, you know, 41, nothing. Really? Well, okay. like, but Donnie, Donnie, hold it. They, they, they were 12 and six. I, I agree under, with you guys. Uh, I, no, no, no. But it's under, just so obvious. Why are we talking about remember it? Remember when Jonathan Jennings was quarterback, they were 12 and six. They still couldn't get anybody in. It's got to be exciting. And, and the last time it was exciting was when Printers and Dickinson were throwing for over 300 yards. You knew they were going to score 30, 35 points. Get back to that. Get back to that. I don't want 200-yard passing games and a 1917 four-hour game. That's not going to But there's only in. so much an owner can do, mm-hmm. and Amar Dolman is doing he's what? He's holding up his end. He's That's holding up his end. He's, holding up, he's mm-hmm. putting money into this, his money, and now the uh, coach and GM have to get going. Uh, we're working on a Lions guest for Wednesday's show, by the way, so oh, hopefully thanks. that happens with hopefully, uh, uh, their yes. scheduling. Uh, coming up next, I don't want to be late. Oh, boy. One of our favorites. Yeah. Ray Ferraro, he's on the call tonight, Game 7 in Carolina. Uh, for ESPN. Ray, it's first time in a long time he's on the show. He's going to join you guys next. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. We haven't heard that for a long time. Love it. Ray Ferraro uh, coming up. All our guests today, including Ray, sponsored by Passant Motors. Mayday, it's Maydays at Passant Motors. Purchase a vehicle in the month of May and choose one of three great promotional options. Maydays only at Passant Motors. Learn more at B-A-S-A-N-T-Motors.com. The old Hartford Whalers playing a Game 7 tonight, Carolina against the Rangers as we bring in uh, Ray Ferraro from ESPN and TSN. Ray, long time no talk to. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you guys doing? Very, very well. Hey, before we get into uh, Game 7, first year of the NHL's contract with the ESPN and TNT, the numbers are, are very, very strong. What's, what's, your, uh, what's your theory there? How come? I, I think it's a couple things. Um, one is you have uh, our network, which, of course, is a 24-hour 
sports network. So there's all kinds of outlets, all kinds of opportunities for the game to be promoted and to uh, to be shown, for games to be on you know different networks. They're building a streaming platform, uh, but I think it's the the constantness of a 24-hour sports behemoth that really helps. The second part to that is is Turner TNT. And so they've you know their their scheduling during the year is that one night that Wednesday, so they can pile everything into it on the one night, mm-hmm. and they do a terrific job the way they're doing it. So I think you've got two networks doing it a little different, um, but there is you know rather high profile to it. But to me, one of the keys is, and this has never happened in the NHL because there's never really been two networks doing this at the same time is there's a cross promotion to it. So ESPN promotes the TNT games, TNT promotes the ESPN games. We promote their broadcasters. They promote ours. Um, It's the game that we're promoting. It's just, you got to find it on a different channel. So if, if they do well and we do well, the game does well. And I think that's been a big part. So far. So good. Anyway, the Rangers can stop uh, this Carolina trend of being unbeatable at home tonight, right? They can. Um, okay, so two things stand out, Donnie, for me. It's like just from strictly, you know, everything's about gambling these days, right? Mm-hmm. Every time yep. you turn on your TV, somebody <laughs> yeah. tells you a different way to look at a game. But how how long can you win every game at home? Like yeah. with no other knowledge, like eventually you're going to lose because teams don't win 41 games at home. Mm. They've already won seven like seven in a row, and they haven't won on the road, which to me is just unfathomable, that they could be that good and then that bad, home and away, the um, Carolina, that is. The second part of this is the, the one clear difference in, in the teams is, is Igor Shesterkin. He's, he's just phenomenal. I've done, I think, 11 Ranger playoff games now, and he's – Outside of the two in Pittsburgh where he got shelled and they pulled him, um, since then he's he's his save percentage is nine thirty seven. Stops the puck almost ninety four percent of the time. Like it's so in one game you've got a goalie in Carolina that got pulled last game. That's playing his eleventh straight game. He's only done that one other time in his career. Let's say anti Ranta, one other time, and that was nine years ago. Against Shesterkin, if I got to pick one guy in one game, I'm taking Shesterkin. And you're doing uh, Game Seven uh, tonight, uh, Ray. Hey, well, what have you noticed? It's it's your uh, old franchise, the old one of your old franchises, the Hartford Whalers. But what have you noticed about the Carolina franchise as a whole, team, fans, uh, uh, the city, all all that through the years? Uh, first, first thing with the team is like they're fast and they're fun. Like man, they they they're entertaining the way they play. That's the first thing. The second thing is used to come in here. They had 4,000 season mm-hmm. tickets. So each night they're trying to sell 13,000 tickets. It's mm-hmm. impossible. Now they've got 14,000 season tickets. So the building's full. The building's lively. Um, I know there's lots of places that, that look at them, uh, look at the way Carolina does things, and they're like, ah, oh, that's just the South. They don't get it. Like, it's Memorial Day in the States here. Mm-hmm. they'll be tailgating. It's about two o'clock here. They'll be tailgating now. <laughs> like, can you imagine what that place is going to sound like tonight? <laughs> and it's, it's, they've built their own culture or they've adapted their culture to 
a hockey team. And it's really, really interesting to watch. It's, it's fun. Like you go into the building, there's zero chance that the people in there are not going to have fun tonight. And it's going to be loud, like loud, loud. And, and it's really, it's really kind of cool because there's a lot of years you came in and it just wasn't that. Hey, Ray, I want to ask you a Vancouver question. Uh, JT Miller, it's a big discussion in this city right now, Ray. You trade him or you re-sign him. Where are you sitting with uh, JT's future? Uh, I'm in not any rush to do, to do the re-sign thing mm-hmm. because you don't have to. I, I, I mean, like, really, you don't. Uh, I've, I've always been kind of interested in this trend over the last few years, Rick, that um, – and I don't know if it's five years or a little longer. A guy gets into the last year of his contract. He's got one year to go. And it's like the deadline becomes, you know, July 1st with one year to go. Well, why yeah. does it? You have all kinds of time. Where's it? What's not JT Miller? What's any player going to do? Are they going to quit? Like, <laughs> they're under contract. You've got to play. Yeah. You've got to play the last year of your contract. Now, whether they're going to trade Miller or not, I mean, that's, that's got nothing to do with the player at all. I mean, what, what a year he had. You know, what, a, what an imposing character on your roster. And if you're, if you're making that move, it would be for some other reason, right? It's for cap and signability and, you know, assets you could bring, bring back in a, in a different way. I mean, it's a, it's a tough spot for sure. It, it really is. But, I, look, I, I will preface this by any time I talk about the Canucks now mm-hmm. I I seriously know nothing I have no idea the the barn door in, in the office gets closed and <laughs> what's behind there I get no idea and I never get told like never I find out stuff on Twitter yeah and I give Cammy crap mm-hmm. I'm like what well, you didn't even tell me that and it's because I don't know she doesn't want me to know so I have no in inside stuff to this if I were managing, I wouldn't be signing him right now. I would be waiting, not through that I don't trust him or not through that I don't think he could do it again, but there's no rush. If you're going to make that decision to commit several years to a player of JT's age, I want to be sure that the rest of my roster fits in that time frame. Right. But that's, that's pretty tricky to do. Uh, Ray, Tyler Mott, you've uh, had a bird's-eye view of watching him here in the last uh, couple of weeks. Your thoughts on Tyler Mott in New York with the Rangers? Same thing he did in Vancouver. He's just wearing a different jersey, right? Skate, penalty kill, uh, energy, um, smart. There's a lot of guys, their games change when they go place to place. Uh, They just do. Um, I've seen no difference in Mott's game in New York than I did in Vancouver. And I liked it in Vancouver. I like it here. And the Rangers, you know, if you look at what the Rangers did from the beginning of last year, you know, they, they added Ryan Reeves, but he's there for, you know, to keep the flies off. But they added Barkley Goodrow. Yep. They, um, they added Tyler Mott. They added Andrew Kopp. Like, they're all the same. Like, they're, they're different players, but they're all the same. They all kill penalties. They're all uh, firmer players. They all play direct games. And the Rangers felt that they needed to add that. So they went out and they target shopped. And, um, you know, Gerard Gallant was, was mentioning that, 
you know, when you get them back in the lineup, so Goodrow played last game too, the first game in 25 days. So two of their four penalty killers over the boards first are Cop and Mott, mm-hmm. and their fifth one, or Cop and Goodrow, and their fifth one is Mott. So, like, their penalty killers, three of them weren't here a few weeks ago. You know, it's really, they've, they've really all contributed um, in the way that the Rangers need them to. Hey, hey Ray, back, back back to the Canucks, although we were talking about uh, uh, about Tyler Mott there. Uh, but but back to the Canucks and, you know, Cammy Granato aside, um, we talked a lot through the years during the Jim Benning era about the no plan plan. Do you see right. a plan there with the Canucks now? I do, and I think it's been pretty clearly articulated is, yeah, publicly anyway, is that um, they're, they need to clear cap space. They need to have some roster flexibility. They need to be a better, um, have better depth through their organization. And the problem with that is none of it happens with the snap of the fingers. Yeah. But the, here's the trick. You can have that plan. You can't change it in six months. If you start to trade a veteran player or two and you acquire assets at the deadline, you can't turn around and trade all those assets away. And then you're right back. You just push the ball down the road a bit. If you need to develop a system, develop prospects, you need to accumulate them. Now you don't have to have 45 draft picks or whatever Arizona has got in the next three years. But if you're in a deficit draft position year after year, you're going to lose. You, you get seven draft picks per year. If you're drafting four players, how are you ever going to win? Yeah. Numbers like, are against you. You just can't. Mm-hmm. The numbers mm-hmm. are against you, and this is where the the marriage between the plan and your drafting, and then the slowest part is your development, has to be seamless. It has to be. That's If you look at the best team over the last three years, without question, it's Tampa Bay. So they have traded away first-round picks. The reason they're able to do that is because look at their roster. You could pull it up. The mid-round picks that they've hit on, mm-hmm. knock it out of the park. And then when they draft those guys, they park them in Syracuse for two years. And they play and grow, and then they give them 10 games here, and then they give them 15 games the next year, and then in the third year of their entry-level contract, they're on the team. Point. Uh, Palat. Mm-hmm. Kalorn, like you could just go up and down that roster. I think there's, I want to say there's seven guys. Oh, Ross Colton, the seventh mm-hmm. round. Yeah. yeah, there's like seven guys after the third round on that team. Like that's depth of your organization. Ray, can the Oilers and Avs live up to the hype? And, and who do you like? Well, it's good. every game better be six five. <laughs> I mean, that's the hype, right? Like, we're all, like, super pumped, I think, to watch these two, you know, spectacular players in McKinnon and McDavid, and then with everybody else behind it. Like, is it even possible you could have 15 assists in a series and nobody talk about you? Yeah, exactly. Like, dry yeah. like, yeah. like, just ridiculous. I think the series will be wildly entertaining. Um, I always kind of, I respect and hold my breath at the same time watching Mike Smith play goal. Like I, you know, like he, he's brilliant. And then he just, Oh my God, did you look at that? Mm-hmm. And then he, but he's got this fighters mentality. Like he gives up a crappy goal and then like he just fights and claws and scraps. And 
I think Edmonton can play with them. I think Colorado's a deeper team. I think Colorado's better. Um, but in one series, can Mike Smith outplay Darcy Kemper? Is that going to be the difference? Can you somehow, like McKinnon and McDavid are going to get theirs, can you somehow keep a handle on Kale McCarr? Yeah. Mm. He, might, he might be the difference maker in this series. I wanted to talk about Gila Fleur and Mike Bossy. We're, we're out of time, but uh, maybe we'll do that. Oh, you know what, Ray? Let's let, let's do it. Just you, this is the first time we've had you on since they passed. But you, your memories, and you would have played against uh, uh, Guy and Both Mike, 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 yeah. and just just, yep. just your memories of them on and maybe off the ice as well. Well, um, I didn't I didn't know either of them. Um, what I did know was as I got into the league, there were certain players you just I found myself just in warm-up, or even in the game when I'm sitting on the bench just staring at, and those were two of them. Like, it, you know, they did, they played the game so differently, but, like, I remember, like, Bossy, the, the sound when he shot, like the puck coming off his stick, right? And just, like, it sounded, like, heavy. It was a, there was a crack to it. And he was stronger and bigger than people might think. Like, he was... He was not getting pushed off the puck. Like, mm-hmm. that was not happening. And then Guy played with just such flair, even older or later in his career, right? I got a picture at home where I'll, I'll say battling for the puck, but I don't even really know if it's – we're kind of standing there and the puck's there, put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm in a picture with Guy Lafleur. <laughs> like, it, it, it's – I just I, – it, when I saw that picture, it just cracked me up because I'm like, oh, my God, that's Guy Lafleur. Like these two gentlemen were, they were that, they were gentlemen, they were icons in the game, they were two of the very best scorers ever to play. And um, it just, it seemed, I don't know, just whatever age is as we get older, like it just seemed early and sudden and too close together for both of them. Yeah. I, I, the game was, the game was blessed with those two, with those two guys. Yeah, agreed. All right, Ray, we could go on and on. Just great talking to you, and uh, maybe maybe in the near future, open up that barn door, give us a call, and uh, give us a scoop on, on, on the Canucks, <laughs> if you don't mind. By the, ti- by the time I get the barn door open, uh, mm. Reese is in there, our 12-year-old, and there's usually like four empty bowls of cereal, a couple of <laughs> water glasses on the floor, and, you know, that's what I get to go in just to clean. Uh, I, I know that well. So does Rick. Ray, great talking to you. All the best. Have a good call tonight. Thanks very much, guys. Good to chat with you. We'll uh, catch up in the finals. You bet. Yep. Uh, Ray Ferraro, he's doing Game 7 tonight on ESPN, uh, Rangers and uh, Carolina. Lots of fun talking to Ray. we got to update uh, the poll question. We also have some breaking Canucks news as well. That's coming up. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. Canuck News uh, coming up right now. Poll question. Let's update it, Rick. All right, Ryan. It is about Game 7 tonight, the Hurricanes and the Rangers. And uh, which winner, uh, which team will have a better chance against Tampa Bay in the winner. final? Yes. Uh, Hurricanes are running away with this. Uh, they'll give uh, Tampa Bay a bigger battle. But you mentioned the Rangers were 3-0 and against uh, Tampa Bay in the regular season. Yeah. 
uh, and Tampa Bay will be well rested. Keep that in mind. Which normally I don't. I, I we should ask Ray this, but rest versus rust. And normally I I like uh, 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 the, I don't like a team to be rusty right. going into a, a, a series. But keep in mind Braden Point's injury. That's probably going to help Tampa. That's Bay. That's right. Okay, they're, Canuck uh, news. Sorry, I was just going to say John Cooper saying yesterday they're acting right now in Tampa as this as if this was before the bubble. Remember that mini training camp before the bubble way okay, back? Right, yeah. And they had scrimmages and they have a lot of these kind off. of things. He said they're doing the same Not, thing right nothing now. Nothing like, like a game, but I think with Tampa Bay's uh, situation with one of their better offensive players being they're probably okay with fairly it. seriously injured, yeah. they're probably okay with it. Uh, the Canucks, Canucks announcing, as we had Ferraro on, a bit of movement in their uh, player development side of things at the Canucks. Saravelli summed it up here, what the press release said, which is that Daniel and Henrik Sedin are going to transition to new roles. Uh, within player development. They were previously special advisors to the general manager. They are now within player development. Uh, the Canucks are also adding Michael Samuelson and Mike Komaseric to the fold as well in player development. Cameron Granada, Ryan Johnson are going to oversee the department like they were previously. And Chris Higgins also remains with their player development side of things within the Canucks as well. An interesting nugget in this press release that I saw J-Pat pu- uh, pull out pretty fast which it says Daniel and Henrik Sedin will transition to new roles within player development, working daily on and off the ice. We haven't yeah. seen them on the young ice players yet. We in Vancouver and Abbotsford. So you almost it almost sounds a little bit like are they going to be kind of coaching almost a little bit there? No, they'll just be on no, the well, ice watching. No, yeah, no, no, no. They'll no, be, they'll no. Be well, of like, course they are. Uh, yeah, you too. So anyway, that's the yeah. latest. What else would they be doing? What would they be doing on no, the ice? Running no, cones around? No, but not. I meant more on the coaching side of things than the management player side of things. Okay, that's what I meant. Just having some fun here. Yeah, Relax. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Com- Commissaric. Uh, I think he went back in Carolina back there with Rutherford, so that might be an old connection. I'm just thinking. But former Hurricanes defense. We didn't spend a lot of time there. Yeah, he didn't. But you know, you know, maybe maybe he met. Jim There's back some there. link. There's some with somebody in the because organization. He, he, he ended his career in Toronto, didn't he, or Montreal? One of the two. Anyway, Sadine Twins. I just want to say this: uh, this is a great move by the Canucks. These guys are good pros on and off the ice. Donnie, tip-top shape, first guys in shape at camp. Every shift they brought it consistency. When you talk about NHL players that didn't make it, and scouts always say he wasn't consistent enough. Mm. And these guys, you know, you know the saying. You you hear it all the time in minor hockey. Play like you practice. And the Sedins brought it every shift, every practice, the whole nine yards. This is a really good move to get them in with the young kids on the ice. Very good move. When I heard um, the questions about practice, remember when Alvin and Rutherford first uh, took over? That's it. I wonder if that wasn't just them talking. Yeah. You know? Like Daniel and Henrik saying, I just got the, just, you know. Just got the feeling that there was it might have been coming from somewhere else. As for uh, uh, Michael Samuelson, maybe the most underrated signing by Mike Gillis. Yeah, he really helped signing. the team get to that 2011 Stanley Cup right. final. He had 50 point seasons here, and he was dealt in the David Booth trade yep. uh, to Florida. But he was an underrated, solid player for the Canucks in his short time. That's a good point. Uh, during a really, really productive period uh, for Vancouver. Uh, Commissaric from New York, Chris Higgins. From uh, New York. Higgins uh, connection there. Maybe that's a reach, but that's the only real thing that I could see. What? I didn't say anything. I said nothing. 
So far, you've come up with nothing, so I'm at least seeing some kind of link. I hope we get one well, of these good. guys you went on, on the show Twitter now, and, you saw and something. I hope we say, you know, Mike, uh, what's the connection but here? The, and he goes, well, my good pal, Chris Higgins. That's what I hope happens. But the Sedin's <laughs> working with the young players in the organization is a really good move. Sometimes these kids, you go in the first round, Donnie, and you think you've made it. No, it takes a lot of work to be done after you go in the first round. Getting to the NHL is not the hardest part. Staying there. Video you know I'd like to see? I'd like to see Daniel, let's say, on the ice helping out with development and then Henrik being a scout. Why do they have to always do the same thing? <laughs> that was a reach. Yeah, I mean. That was a <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Twins usually do a lot of things together. Yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, like, Not from my experience. Okay. Anyway. All right, um, DTMC. It's uh, next. Is no, it just me? No, no, no. I always do that. You never help me out with this. Go. Uh, the collectible business. market has never been hotter. Now is the time to visit Pastime Sports. Check out the largest selection of sports uh. memorabilia, autographed items, trading cards in Western Canada. Visit one of four locations in Surrey, Langley, Metrotown, or Tawasson Mills. Uh, check them out in-store online at pastimesports.ca. Ryan, what's in front of the laptop? Hurricane just went by me in the studio <laughs> yeah. here. Just and not of, a Carolina. Yeah. No, in yeah. front of the laptop today um, is the uh, mug mm. on the far left from our. Well, on the far far left is the highlighter, and then Ben Abel's mug that he sent to Do- yeah. Dollywall is to the left of that. Tracy Pratt card is oh, the great. hockey card today. Babe's son. Yep. Great, great stuff. Did you ever play as Tracy Pratt on road hockey? Uh, the road hockey, no. Uh, no. Was most usually Tony Tanti or Petri Squico. Mm-hmm. Uh the puck. Dennis Kearns. <laughs> Dennis Kearns. The puck signed by Gino Ojic, who is scheduled to be on this program oh. on Wednesday, head of going into the BC uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Can we get more stuff here, by the way? <laughs> and then on the far right is the uh, replica Larry O'Brien Trophy. Of it's course, it's not the actual it's Larry O'Brien Trophy. No, Brown and this one is signed by Giannis Antetokounmpo ahead of the NBA Finals beginning Thursday night. So because of the NBA Finals, you put that there. It's, there you go, Dolly Wall. Can't put Boom. anything past you. Boom. It was interesting, though. So last night they awarded the Eastern Conference MVP yeah. for the Larry first Bird. time ever. Yeah. And it goes to a Celtic. The Larry Bird Trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. Did Shaq do the presenting last night? I think he did. I think he did, yeah. yeah. It's hard to miss. Yeah, yeah, I know, but Larry Bird. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah. I, I tuned out by, uh, by then, but I watched the end of the game. Didn't see the presentations. Unlike you, I've got other things uh, going yeah. on. Like this guy, I'm telling you, it, you know what? You're on your last legs on this show. <laughs> wow. The, the way you've been talking off air about this kid coming. like No, I'm just trying to prepare. What He's kid? got two kids. I have three. Yes. Yeah. You ha- you have uh, one This coming, is so easy and you now. Are so much, this is so you're easy so much now. busier than we are. Yeah. That, you know? that, when you both were expecting your first kid, hey. you were probably just like me. Hold on a second. We golfed on Friday. You were invited. Yeah. You backed and out. Your kid, you backed out. Your youngest kid is what? 14? 15. 15. Wow. This just in. They weren't all we, or he you, wasn't you'll always You'll never 15. golf again. You will never golf again. Take it to the bank. No, I just need the kid to, to arrive. Once the kid arrives, then I'm useless anyway. But I just need the kid to arrive, and then. Oh. I got news for you, Ryan. It ain't your call. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to plan. I built a crib on Saturday night. That was my oh, big Saturday okay. night plans. Built okay. a crib. My goodness. We'll, we'll talk it, about it, it tomorrow. And it wasn't good. It was one of those situations, you know, when you build something and at the end you got a piece. When you say build, you, 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 get you some, mean put, put some together. Put together. Yeah. Put together. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not out 
I'm, uh, I don't know. Chopping yeah, wood. Yeah, you know, you know, with the couple of screws here there, big deal. But I had the extra piece Jeez. at the end. That's never good. It's almost the end of the show. We have three segments uh, left, just, and we're talking about building cribs. Yeah. Is it just me coming up in a couple of segments? Up next, DTMZ. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. It's 11.36 on a Monday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Check TV. Now time for DTMZ, brought to you by the world-famous Worcester Golf Club. Uh, go see Big Al out there. Uh, great track, great track. DTMZ brought to you by the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club, which is now open to rave reviews. If you have a group of 12 or more, you, the group organizer, play for free. For more information, or to is that Ryan building a crib? <laughs> for more information or to book your group outing, visit whistlergolf.com forward slash groups. We're gonna, we got to get up there to Whistler. Oh, I should time. mention about the crib, by the way. Shout out to my my. Just stop it, Ryan. We've had enough on the crib. Go. My dad, my dad, and my brother helped me. So I should. Uh, how many? My dad's texting me. He's all mad. How many people would it take? Is this like a joke? No. Just how many Hendersons does it take no, to build but a crib? How many? Yeah. But a couple of screws here and there, Ryan. It's, it's not gone. a couple of screws here. How big is your crib? Anyways, you, you my, my crib is huge. Maybe it'll be on MTV Cribs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was a good show. That Ryan, was one of those good Ryan shows. Ryan in the crib. When you were home from school, you'd watch MTV Cribs. That was I a had good this show. at DTMZ uh, not that long ago, but the tour of, speaking of Cribs, Connor McDavid's house yeah. in Edmonton. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. Like architecture design. They oh just did gosh. one with yeah. uh, Travis Barker Architectural as well. Architectural Digest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his, his girlfriend is a, a fashion yeah. or an interior decorator. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. That's, see, if you're. The, the house. If that's your job. <laughs> And then you do one of those video tours and your place looks like crap? Probably not a good endorsement probably, for your job. He's probably not making it, you know, to uh, the airwaves or the internet. Wouldn't it be good bit, though, oh one of gosh. these times oh if they did this goodness. and the place was a mess? We are running yeah, out of time. Clothes everywhere, pizza boxes. See, now that would, that, be, would be good, that would be a good bit. That would be a good Saturday Night Live yeah, skit. Yeah. But they don't yeah. do anything goofy anymore. Here I am so in bad. my house. You, instead of, like, multiple <laughs> nice mean, cars, you've got to beat up Honda Civic in the car. Pizza boxes yeah, all over great. the place. Be like, great. Kind of like our house. Yeah, basically. 59-year-old Tom Cruise just got his first $100 million opening weekend with oh. Top Gun Maverick in its first three days in North American theaters. The Long in the Works sequel earned an estimated $124 million in ticket sales. Estimated. Memorial Day numbers were expected to push that number past $150 million, Well past. Over 250 schmill worldwide. Cruise... One of the biggest stars in the world, okay? Oh, yeah. Not known for blockbuster openings. Before Maverick, his biggest debut was in 05 with War of the Worlds, which opened to $64 million. I did not know that. Not big blockbuster openings. By the way, Top Gun Maverick, 96% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's what? a chick flick, isn't it? What are you playing here in Top the background? Gun. This is Gaga from the movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, why wouldn't you play Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone? Because this I, is—I I don't think it's in the uh, this uh, movie. Well, I Maybe it's Henny Loggins. I'd be surprised if they don't have that in there. Come on, have you, you haven't seen it yet? Yet, not the uh, new yet. one. No, but the, the 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 reviews though. It's very good. Oh, of course, I very forgot. Sorry, our film the critic voice of God. So, Derek, how many Crocs out of five do you give uh, the new Top Gun? I give it a solid four and a half Crocs. Really? Wow. Do we wow. have a graphic wow. to show wow. that by any chance? Wow. Well, although well, uh, I guess not. I actually. 
went and got my Crocs polished up, so they're white again, right? Oh, oh there you go. okay. So, you know, that's All right. thing. So just imagine four and a half of those, and you have your Maverick uh, rating. See, exactly. The only thing is, though, don't forget, the last time Derek vouched for a movie here, you got Taylor all mad and angry. Well, no, but no, I don't. No. But the I, Batman. I, I was happy because he, he said the Batman was in Joker's League. I, I went out. I, I go see it with the kids. Actually, I didn't go out. I stayed at home. It was just way too long. Yeah. So I don't know if that four and a half how long, Crocs do we know how long means anything. Do we know how long? Uh, top it's about boat? just over two hours, I believe. Yeah, two two seventeen. But I would we, say I this. think that's four hours less than the Batman, the Batman, right? I think all the action scenes you'll really like. There is more story to it than the first one. Okay, is it a chick flick? Because I thought the first one was. Not as much. Not, not, no, not, no. not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's the volleyball scene with the no shirt on and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dollywall remembers that. Birthdays. Well, it's okay. Birthdays, May 30th, right? Mm-hmm. We have eight Let's birthdays. Go. And Island Joe is coming up with the graphic. He just in- informed us. But uh, for right now we're going sans graphic. The line is set at uh, it's set at eight. Eight birthdays. The line is set at eight by Heads Up Driving School and Mobile Roulette in Bruno, Saskatchewan. Okay. It's a lot to digest there. There Bruno, is. Bruno Saskatchewan. Go. Uh, Regina Pats the Fenceman. Washington Capitals first ever draft pick. First overall in 1974. Oh, I know this. This, this uh, player, a defenseman, uh, and Santa Claus have something in, in common. Green. G. What? G.J. 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 Have a holly blank Christmas. Jolly. Uh, Greg Jolly, Greg Jolly, go. Greg Jolly, Greg Jolly. They're both jolly. <laughs> former Canucks defenseman whose father uh, was former Canucks defenseman Yuri Bubla. Uh, Yuri Schlager. Blues goalie who in 1982 was traded to the Canucks along with Jim Neal and Tony Curry for Glenn Hanley. Hines, Hines. Think ketchup. Rick Hines, Hines. Rick Hines. Hines. Legendary Chicago Bears running back out of Kansas. Billy D. Williams played him in the 1971 movie Brian's Song. Number 40 in your lucky number program. G.S. Come on. Girl Sayers? Yes. Is that right? Oh, come Gail. on. I mean, Gail Sayers. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. You, you slurred it and said it quickly, <laughs> which is a broadcasting technique that <laughs> often works. When I think that, I think green, apparently. I just stop. Uh, one going. half of the, of the Narles Barkley duo. His real name is Thomas DeCarlo Calloway. Anything, Dolivo? CeeLo Green. There you go. Superstar singer whose mother recently passed away. Together, they formed one of the most successful acts in country music oh, ju- history. Uh, Judd. Judd's. Uh, Starts with a W. Why, why Nona? Yeah. Why Nona? Late radio personality and actor who provided the voices for Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and Porky Pig. He also voiced Barney Rubble on the Flintstones. Uh, the, the, the guy that BMAC uh, does. MB. Think uh, the color white in French. I Mel Blanc. Bla- Bla- yes, Mel Blanc. That kind of like Porky Pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. 6'6", uh, six, six, 250-pound American pro wrestler known as the Snake. Uh, the Snake. WWE Hall of Famer. The Snake, we're talking Jake wrestling here, the not the other. Robert. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jake, Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, you just, the voice of God. Is there an Jake, echo Jake in there? Yeah. No, he didn't have it all. Jake the Snake was good. I, th- I, th- I think he did. And again, we're talking wrestling. Okay, well, you got you got them all, right? Uh, I think yeah. we got Gail them all. Gail Sayers, good. 
Yuri Slager. Yep. Yuri Slager, yep, number 22. No. What was he? I believe he's 20. Yeah, he was in the yeah. 20s. Yeah. yeah always, always, always in the neighborhood. 24 with the Canucks. Yeah. yeah, you were in the neighborhood. Uri was yeah, you 28. You only had 10 numbers to choose from. Yuri yeah. Bublow was 22. No, I think he was 28. Yeah, always in the, I think Yuri in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. In we'll, the look, neighborhood. We'll, we'll look it up. We'll, we'll figure it no, out. No, no, Bublow was 22. Take it to the bank. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm not taking it to the bank. <laughs> we'll look it up. <laughs> not after the Gallardi interview. Oh, my gosh. He's never coming on our show. Thomas Calloway, and Is It Just Me, is coming up, a.k.a. CeeLo Green, 48 years old. He's going to play a song. I love this song. March 06. You know how I go on about new music? Oh, this isn't that new. This is good. This it's, is all, good. it's all terrible. This, this yeah. was just so good. Hey, anything plus 2,000 for you is a yeah, I know. step it's in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. March 06 and the debut album, St. Elsewhere. This is CeeLo Green as part of Gnarls Barkley and Crazy, number one worldwide on check, where... I remember when I lost my mind on a BC Monday morning. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an- Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. All right, uh, is it just me? Sorry, Troy, is it just me? You guys are about as organized as the officiating crew at the World Championships. <laughs> a lot of controversy there yesterday with Canada versus uh, Finland. Congrats to Yuho Lamico gets himself a World Championship uh, gold. Go. Troy's always ripping us. He's always uh, carving into us. Uh, uh, Ryan, get this picture up. Look at this. Uh, I love this. Uh, Matt the Carpenter and Powell River. Beautiful Powell River, by the way. Just beautiful in the summers. Uh, birthday uh, hockey and beautiful Powell River. Good guys. Matt the Carpenter. I really miss this. You know, the playing ball hockey. You never see anyone playing ball hockey anymore. It's yes, ridiculous. You do. Come on. No, you don't, uh, Donnie. The kids got their cell phones. They got their, uh, this, uh, like video him. Video games. Like him and his video games. And nobody gets out. Look at this. The boy's getting out and playing ball hockey. And we used to play ball hockey 365 days of the year, Donnie. You still you- can. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you, do I look like a uh, my my ball hockey? I was really good. I had Water good hands like uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? I had uh, good hands like Goldobin. I I could stick handle oh, in a yeah. phone booth. Yeah, yeah. Where's he now? Um, and I, I think these guys are Canuck fans. Oh, look at him! Best logo in the good franchise stuff. history, right? Matt there. the Carpenter, Second beautiful, best. and Powell River, beautiful, beautiful area. Uh, this is from Randy and Oliver. Uh, is it just me? But I'll I'll direct it towards us. Is it just me? But do we have to get this in? Uh, our friend Randy. Uh, gentlemen, I would uh, like to get a shout-out to my little bro, Brady Hool, uh, no relation to Ray Jean, whose <laughs> bachelor party was cut short last weekend by a massive fire at Talking Rock. We've got the pictures here? In which we walked out with only the clothes on our back. All of our golf clubs were destroyed as well. Wow. Yeah. There you go. That's well, the boys there after... Uh, after, uh, yeah. After it was all uh, said I, and done, you know, it's there. No golf clubs. Yeah, they no were golf golfing. Clubs. You got the That's other incredible. Picture, yeah, all their golf clubs got uh, d- destroyed. This was uh, one and of the then, photos of the fire. Uh, wow, amazing! 
saw some of that on Twitter on the all, weekend. All, all the best to them, and uh, I I guess congratulations to Brady. Hope everything goes uh, uh, goes well in the in the wake of that. My gosh, awful. Cool. Is it just me, or did Donnie play lacrosse with Jim Benning or something? Uh, if only he was as harsh on Jim as he was on Gillis. I, I, I never played lacrosse with Jim Benning, but because I played lacrosse, I, I just asked earlier if I if I tell too many lacrosse stories. I played lacrosse with a few people, and I have to for, like forget them. the lacrosse angle. He's saying you, you you're uh, never t- hard on uh, Benning, but you were hard on Gillis. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, Yuri Bubla, I was wrong. Twenty nine, number yeah. twenty nine. Yuri Slager was number twenty four. When Slager was 24. The Sun was 24. Bubba was 29. Or as you had Slager, <laughs> definitely number 22. Take it to the bank. I think no, no, I had Bubla at 22. Uh, uh, Yuri was. You get both at 22. Uh, Bubla was a good defenseman. Boy, I liked him. Uh, and he was great internationally as well for what was then Czechoslovakia. Uh, break. We'll wrap up the show and uh, some more Is It Just Me's on the poll question next. Donnie and Dolly, the team. Watch out. Poll question. All right, Ryan, it has got to do with the big game seven tonight. Everyone's going to be watching the Rangers or Hurricanes. Which team will have a better chance against Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference final? And the runaway uh, winner here, the Hurricanes, Rod Brindamore from Campbell River. His Hurricanes with a chance to advance. Same, same with the Rangers. I know with that. With Tyler Mott. Uh, Both teams have winning records against yeah, Tampa Bay during their regular season. Yeah, but the Rangers coach isn't from Campbell River, Donnie. It, you know, come on. Maritimes. Uh, business. Oh, business. If you missed any of today's show, don't forget you can catch full replays of Donnie and Dolly on the Check Plus app or watch our interviews on YouTube or just search for Donnie and Dolly, all brought to you by the Bayside Oceanfront Resort, located uh, uh-huh. Oceanside in beautiful Parksville. Look at that. Uh, the Bayside Resort, one of Vancouver Island's premier getaway spots. Summer's around the corner. Parksville provides endless adventure, including beaches, golf, breweries, and more. All minutes away from the Bayside Call now to book your reservation. You mentioned Donnie and Dolly for and for ten percent off your the way it's written here. Way to go, Ryan! You just screwed up the line. You're pretty excited about this. No, no. You mentioned Donnie and Dolly. You get ten percent off your nightly room rate. Uh, book your island getaway today at BaysideOceanFrontResort.com or call two five zero two four eight eight triple three. Is it just me, Brian in a Soyuz? Or after 15 years, has the salary cap finally produced the equity and talent that it was uh, supposed to do? Yeah. Many close series, such a great playoff season so far. Hoping this isn't just a one-off. Uh, that's well thought out. Thank you, Brian. And so is a, a regular uh, contributor to our show in the Delaney's OK Tyrion Langley inbox. The playoff season has been very good. It's just like, and I said this on Friday. I just go, I go home every night. Same thing tonight. Carolina Rangers game seven, and I just can't wait for the games to start. Uh, it's I'm just with so you on that. so entertaining. And it's close. It's unpredictable. It's fast. There's look at the goals that Colorado and Edmonton have have come up with, and now they're meeting in the Western final. It's just it's just really really so uh, much, nice. Uh, great text. Uh, so much parody. We talked about uh, all those hundred point teams out in the round one. What do you got? Is it just me? Uh, could you please give a shout out to my granddaughter, Abby Spring Hockey Team, the Fraser Valley Sturgeons, uh, U19. They won the gold medal uh, in overtime this past weekend at a tournament at the Richmond Ice Center. Don D from Nanaimo. Uh, congrats, uh, Don, and, and your daughter. Uh, the Sturgeon. That was one of our suggestions for the Abbotsford Abby, AHL uh, Sturgeon. Team. That's right. They, they ignored us and went with uh, Canucks. <laughs> Probably a good move to uh, ignore us. We hope you don't ignore us. Uh, that's it. Oh, um, yeah. 
we'll, uh, well, Craig Button's on the on the show tomorrow, along with uh, Jeff. On behalf of Ryan, Rick, Derek, everybody here at Oh Boy and Check, I'm Don. You're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.